Welcome to the Amplify Clearwater Show, powered by 13th Avenue Media. We are very excited to take you on a journey to learn more about the incredible businesses, nonprofits, and community leaders that are here in Clearwater and Clearwater Beach. If you feel so inclined, please share this with somebody who might also enjoy it, subscribe, and write a review. Thank you for joining us and enjoy the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Amplify Clearwater Show. Very happy to have you here today. My name is Sharon. I'm the founder of 13th Avenue Media, and along with me is the lovely president of Amplify Clearwater, Amanda Payne. Say hello. Hi, everyone. So we were just talking about spring break here in Clearwater and how we are following all of the rules, social distancing, wearing a mask, but we're going to have a busy spring break here in Florida, right, Amanda? We are. We are. Clearwater Beach is still that top destination. Woohoo! <laughs> All right. Well, we're very happy today to have Patrick Craven here with us. He is the director um, for the Center of Cyber Safety and Education. Welcome to the show, Patrick. Hey, greetings. Glad to be here. So happy that you're here and love if you are um, listening to the podcast and not watching the show on Amplify, you are missing out on not only Patrick's lovely smiling face, but also Garfield is hanging out behind you. So why don't you tell us a little bit about you, your business and, and Garfield hanging out behind you? Yeah, that's great. I appreciate it. Yeah, Garfield is our uh, spokes cat, uh, sometimes is how we refer to him. But uh, the Center for Cyber Safety and Education, we're a nonprofit uh, headquartered here in Clearwater um, that provides educational programs to parents, to senior citizens and children on how to be safe online. And our programs are used around the world. And for our children's program, we happen to have the exclusive global rights to Garfield, that famous orange cat that we all grew up with. Uh, we use Garfield to teach elementary school children how to be safe online. I love it. I love it. So tell us more about this. Um, this is certainly a huge concern for parents, for educators. Um, I think for business owners too. Um, tell us a little bit more about cyber safety when it comes to kids, because I've had my own concerns having a, a teenager. I can't get that darn phone out of his hand. Um, but, you know, we, we certainly follow some safety measures. So tell us a little bit more about how we make it a safer cyber world. Yeah, we did a study a few years ago of elementary age children and what they're doing on the internet, how they're using the internet. And it was pretty shocking. Um, you know, we think about it so much, we don't think about it, I guess, really, until they're in middle school or high school. And that was why we did this research of younger kids, because we all know they're all getting on younger and younger. The average child now has a, a smartphone by the age of 10. So that's what, fourth, fifth grade or so that they're already have smartphones, but we see them all the time in restaurants and everywhere. Everybody's on a device. The kids have tablets and things like that. So we did a study, and one of the things that we found was that 40% of elementary school children have already chatted with a stranger online. Wow. Now, if I was to tell you that about a high school kid, I would say that was low, 40%. But 40% of elementary school children have already chatted with a stranger online, and half of those kids have given out their phone number. 
And, wow. and that's when we really did a little bit of a reset with some of our programs and realized that we have to start educating children younger and younger. And another PowerPoint uh, was not going to be the way to do it. You know, we, we, all of us can't stand another PowerPoint. Right. Imagine doing a PowerPoint for a second or third grader uh, about internet safety. And, and that's when we reached out to Jim Davis, the creator of Garfield, uh, to find a new way to do this. Jim was all on board and has been a, a great supporter of the program and, and helped us put this all together. I love it. So tell us about what Garfield does. I mean, I grew up watching Garfield and would certainly much prefer uh, to learn from Garfield sometimes as a, a snooze fest adult. So uh, <laughs> tell us a little bit more about how uh, he is incorporated into this wonderful programming. Yeah, we, we have created literally custom cartoons. Uh, we have cart Garfield cartoons. We have uh, comic books that we've created. We have posters, stickers, trading cards, all kinds of fun ways to engage younger children on how to be safe online. Um, the whole program that we've put together uh, takes 30 minutes is it, you know, again, you're talking about young kids. And, and again, even us, our attention span is only so long. And so we find a great way to engage the kids and why it's won multiple awards now and why teachers are loving it. You use it in the classroom is because it engages the children in all the ways that we learn. The well, I think we can all agree too, right, Patrick, that the teachers have enough on their plate to, to teach the children. Um, how, how do your tools get into the hands of, of these classrooms? How does that work? Yeah, that, that, that's the, the big challenge is we've created a, an educator kit, a box that has everything that a teacher needs for 30 students. And it's a matter of the teacher getting their hands on this and being able to put on the program. There's three different Garfield lessons. There's one on privacy, one on safe posting, and one on cyberbullying. And so there's three different lessons that they can use. And the way we get it into their hands is through companies. Uh, we actually look for corporate sponsors and individuals even to help us in providing the program to them. Everything we do at the center, we provide for pre our program for parents, our programs for seniors. The only thing that we have a cost on is the Garfield program because of all the printing, I mean, and, and the production. We literally hired the Hollywood voices of the Garfield characters. So when, when you turn on that cartoon for the kids, they hear Garfield. That's not Pat pretending to be Garfield. That's really <laughs> Garfield, you know, and you've got them hooked at that point in time. Like I said, who doesn't want to watch a Garfield cartoon? And, and all the lessons deal with real basic internet safety that can be taught at that level that will carry with them through the rest of their lives. So in order to get that kit into the classroom, we turn to corporations to help us in funding those programs, uh, adopting the school, providing it to, uh, to a school, to a district, to a classroom, all different levels, depending upon their level of involvement. And, and we're doing this around the world. Uh, the program has been shipped to 29 different countries so far. Wow, that's great. So here at Amplify Clearwater, the goal is to amplify your business. So we would like to maybe think about who would be a good fit, what corporations um, are you currently working with, maybe if you could make mention, um, or maybe what um, types of companies 
would, would find the benefit. I mean, of course, it's a huge benefit because this is a nonprofit and we are um, obviously, uh, you, you don't have money, an, a money tree in the backyard from what I understand, Patrick. Is that true or false? Yeah, yeah, that is true of all nonprofits. Okay, right, right. So maybe um, share with us a little bit about what types of businesses would be a, a good fit for, for the company. Yeah, it's really interesting. It, it, it's it's any business, any business that wants to help give out. Um, no before, of course, is a, a big Clearwater uh, company that has been very supportive of us, uh, not only in the Garfield program, but we also provide college scholarships. And no before has begun sponsoring some college scholarships that we give out to um, uh, students going into information, cybersecurity kind of thing. Clearwater Gas has been a big supporter of ours in the past, and then just uh, other local businesses that just provide it, even for a, um, just for a school. Uh, Clearwater Rotary recently sponsored one of the elementary schools to make sure that the kids at that elementary school got the program. And so there's a variety of ways. A company can help out uh, a kit. We can provide the lesson to a classroom for $65. So we're talking $2 per, for, per child that we can do that. And we recently just did a, uh, a Tampa Bay wide uh, program and we reached over 5,000 children in one day. Wow. Uh, thanks to the support of local businesses that jumped in and, and helped us do that. And, and we wanna continue to do that to get the program out there to them because it's so needed. And especially now, think about it, with all the work from home, right? Like this, mm -hmm. uh, working uh, with kids at home as well. We have basically legislated that children have to spend more unsupervised time on the internet. Right. Um, we're trying to get them to spend less time on the internet, much less unsupervised time on the internet. But we have now turned around and said, you have to do this. And we're working from home, lots of people working from home. Kids are hopefully down the hall uh, uh, at the kitchen table doing schoolwork, doing homework, but we we can't check up on them. There's nobody watching them. There's no teacher that's able to be there. The, the supervision isn't there. So it's really vital for us to make sure that these kids understand the dangers that are out there. Sure. Um, and I mean, I think one of the um, cyberbullying, especially, um, I'm very curious about um, this platform in particular, because it's so I mean, it's horrific. If I can't imagine what what is like just for bullying in person, but that magnified online. Um, what does that program look like for cyberbullying? Is it just really some tactics for the kids to know what to say or know what to do? Yeah, what and, and you're absolutely right about bullying has changed. You know, when we were all growing up, the bully was on the school playground. Right. But when you went home. You went home and he didn't come home with you. Well, now he the wasn't following. You. Now yeah. he follows you home and, and, he, and he brings a hundred of his friends as well, um, you know, who are all jumping online and saying bad things. And in the Garfield lesson that we have with cyberbullying, it, it tries to focus on um, things that we might be doing to be a bully, um, that we call it somewhat an accidental bully in this, in that scenario. Nermal, the kitten in the Garfield uh, cartoons, um, he posts a picture of his friend, Otto the octopus, to get into it, who, um, who he 
he thought it was a funny picture, you know, and Otto was at, a, they were at a picnic and Otto was eating hot dogs and he's an octopus. So he's eating a whole bunch of hot dogs and he's got mustard on him and all this kind of stuff. And Otto, um, uh, normal thought it was a funny picture and he posts this picture. Mm. And well, all of a sudden everybody starts jumping on and saying, oh my gosh, you're fat. What a mess. You're a pig. You know, those kinds of things to him. And uh, Otto is, you know, hurt by it. Normal sure. didn't mean to do that, but the, the lesson is that you need to be asking permission uh, before you tag somebody. You need to be uh, talking to, um, thinking really, I guess, about what you're posting, what you're saying. Is it really funny? What are others going to say? You know, and then things to do about taking them down, deleting them, if it does happen, those kinds of situations that you have to pause before you post is kind of the theme before that, before you put things up there and to have, again, just some basic rules. We don't focus on the Garfield lessons on particular um, platforms. So we don't talk about Facebook. We don't talk about Snapchat or Instagram because those change. Sure. Those are constantly changing. Um, if we tried to talk to the little kids about Facebook, they'd laugh at us. Yes, uh, they would. Because only us old people are on Facebook, right? <laughs> They're not on Facebook. And so I resemble that remark, Patrick. <laughs> so the lesson would be lost. Yeah. But 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 you think about how it's even evolved from social media that you know we went from the MySpace to the Facebook um, to um, what we had Snapchat and then Instagram and now you've got TikTok and and who knows two years from now, three years, five years from now is these kids are getting older, what that platform is going to be. Well, it doesn't matter. You still don't give out your personal information. You still don't give out your password to anybody. Those kinds of simple lessons that we try to teach through the program, it doesn't matter what platform you're on. And so we're trying to drive home those basic internet safety practices when they're young. Uh, because when it gets to high school age and even middle school now, you're trying to change behavior. And that's a much harder challenge than it is when they're young and teach them good uh, social hygiene kind of thing. You're so right. And I know um, Amanda has such a strong love for education and K through 12 in particular. And, and she's got some little ones at home who um, are going to need Garfield uh, and these <laughs> trainings in their lives. Um, I think that all of the adults could also um, learn from post, I mean, pause before you post. <laughs> I might need to watch some of these myself. So um, Amanda, what, what do you think about all of this? Well, you know, I think it's wonderful. Um, and, and Patrick, in a, in a previous life, I, I had the opportunity to, to serve in a leadership role um, in a state legislature as chair of the House Education Committee. So, you know, I'm very aware of the, you know, the needs of our, of our especially our public K-12 system. Um, and this is just, this is one of those niches that it's kind of gets missed, right? I mean, we Today, we expect our school systems to be everything to all children. Um, and that's very, very difficult. Um, and then this, this conversation kind of gets lost in the shuffle. So I think it's so wonderful that you're, you know, that you're bringing this in at such a reasonable cost. I mean, you said right at $2 a student, um, just for, you know, per classroom, that's just such a reasonable, a reasonable cost. Even parents could say, look, I want this in my kid's classroom this year, my first or second or third grader. You know, I want them in, in this in my classroom this year. And, and it's reasonable enough to be able to afford um, that for your children and for, his, for, their, um, for their friends. So I think it's just such a wonderful, wonderful program. Um, and you're right, such a need. My husband and I are 
you know, I have a two-year-old and four-year-old, but both little boys, right? So you talk about an attention span of a gnat. I mean, they're all over the place all the time. Um, and we're very, very conscientious, even at this age, as to what we allow them to see on the, you know, see on the devices, how much they get the devices, you know, and when you said that kids have cell phones at 10 years old, I was like, oh no, that's not that far away. Um, I hope not, you know, not my kid, but my kid probably will, you know, that's the classic mom thing, not my kid, but yes, my kid will most likely have one because all of his peers will have one. That's just a, you know, it's such a scary, scary thing. Um, and, you know, we, we try at this age to begin to shape habits and behavior and hopes that that kind of lasts through, you know, through those formative years and into, into adulthood. But I am, I am, pleased. And I, as I listen to your sponsors, they're some of our best members. So I'm so glad that they're helping you. And to Sharon's point, if, if there is any way that we can further your efforts, please let us know. We're happy to make those connections. And, um, and even to parents and to teachers in the school system, right? It doesn't even have to just be, you know, from a business perspective, happy to help make those connections for yeah, you. Well. And, and you're so right about the schools, because when we created this just a few years ago, you know, we just assumed that we would go talk to a school, we'd go talk to a district, and, and they would be like, oh my gosh, this is incredible. This is great. This is fun. It's engaging. Um, you know, where have you been? Uh, you know, our kids need this, these lessons so much. It, and they did say all of that, but then it came to, we don't have the funds. Um, we don't have uh, the time. How are we going to fix this all in? How are we going to put this in? And I'm not just, I'm not talking local. I'm talking literally around the world. Uh, that we are working with volunteers around the world to do this. And it's the same message everywhere. Schools just don't have the resources. They don't have, you know, adding one more thing to their plate uh, is not what they're looking for. And it, it, the, the pandemic obviously caused a, a challenge for us, um, in from the, at least from the Garfield side. Our programs for parents and seniors, those are PowerPoint style programs that we actually saw a 43% increase in 2020 of lessons delivered through that, those programs because they were adaptable to, to Zoom meetings like this. Mm -hmm. So our volunteers could actually reach more people faster than having to go to a school and set up at the PTA meeting and the cafeteria, you know, boom, they set up a Zoom meeting and off they went. But with Garfield, you know, with the schools were being closed, that became a challenge. And then as they came back, we all know the, the stress <laughs> they'll say uh, that they are under and trying to figure out how are we doing this? How are we going to continue to operate to educate the kids? But we've actually rolled out because of the pandemic, we were able to put together a virtual version of the program. So for those schools and classrooms or, or, or even groups, I mean, we talk about schools, but we have scout groups that use this and things like that, that, that use the program, um, that it's available as a virtual program as well. Uh, they just don't get all the cool swag. They don't go home with the stickers and the trading cards and things like that. But it's still about the lesson that they're able to get. And then there's a Garfield at home version that we've created as well. So that it can be done. A child can do it one-on-one. -on -one. All the other lessons are group oriented. Uh, the Garfield at home is designed for them to be able to get on their computer, watch the cartoons. And, and we've We've made the cartoons interactive as the kids are watching them. They actually have to answer questions so they can't mm -hmm. just passively watch it um, and, and creating games and puzzles for the things for the kids to do at home. 
So we, we're, we're, we're all excited about it, the, 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 the future that it's going. Um, partnerships are what we need. We want to do more of that um, on a local basis, on a national basis, even on an international basis. In 2021, we'll, we'll be releasing the uh, Spanish version of the Garfield program. We, and, and that has actually been created with volunteers that we have in, uh, in Mexico, in Chile, uh, in companies down there that funded it. And so they, it's, not, it's not my version of high school Spanish that we're using for this. It's real Spanish put together by Spanish speaking uh, people. And we even went to the point, as I mentioned, you know, we got the, the real Garfield voices for the, these cartoons we actually found and hired the real Spanish Garfield. Uh, he's a voice actor in Chile. Um, so when those start playing, that the kids again will recognize it. It's a, that it's really the, the Garfield. The I think it's Garfield. so great. I mean, I just have to say, Patrick, this is so needed. So anybody that is watching or listening, I, I highly recommend reaching out to Patrick. Um, cyber safety and education is not something that we should just be uh, not making a priority anymore. Um, even for the seniors, I'm so glad that you're rolling out something for the seniors. Um, as personal experience, my you know 84-year-old mother-in-law was just a, a victim of, of cyber uh, crime. So, you know, it really is very, very needed. We, we do have to take it seriously, especially in this new virtual world that we are living in. So Patrick, I really appreciate you being with us today and look for the show notes so you can create a one-on-one -on -one and discuss how your business can get involved and help out, you know, the teachers with the very, very small budgets. We know that the schools have a very, very small budgets and they need corporations to help. So thank you so much for joining us today. Great. Thank you guys so much for the time and everything you're doing. Thank you, Patrick. Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed the show and we'd love for you to share it with somebody else who might be interested in learning more about Clearwater and Clearwater Beach. To learn more about sponsorship, please reach out to Jennifer Burrow. Her email address is Jenny, J-E-N-I, at AmplifyClearwater.com. Thank you.